right. It's the only Doctor Who podcast on the net that is now regenerating. It is the mm. Tardy Tardis. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me here as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? Uh, not too much. I'm feeling pretty good. I am. Uh, I'm glad that we. I'm honestly glad we took like a little week off. It wasn't planned. No. But we took a week off in between these last two shows, and I'm good because I feel like I have mourned properly. Yeah. You're, are uh, you regenerating now? Yeah. I, are you maybe I feel like eighty percent regenerated? Like, where, yeah, what's what's so. your regeneration? I, right what now? did he say? He, he's uh, he has like fifteen hours in his regeneration process. I think so, yeah. I think I'm about like you hour grow a fourteen. Hand? Could you grow a hand? Yeah, I could Luke Skywalker it back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling good. I, awesome. Seriously, like I, I think like I was I was not like not that not that I, you know I didn't want to not progress in this show, but I was like really really upset like we were not going to <laughs> I see was him. Too, man. So, um, but I I pressed on and I and I watched the next episode and Here things are. are good. Things Here are good. Are. It's in good hands. I'll say that. That's yeah. right. Well, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Thank you here for joining us as always for another episode of the Tardy Tardis. We are talking about. I guess how we call what are we calling this? Because the way Amazon lists this is it is season two, episode one, but mm-hmm. we do know that this is the first Christmas special, essentially of kind of this reboot. So mm-hmm. I think for our purposes, we're gonna call this season two, episode one, Christmas Invasion. Is what sure. we're gonna go with, right? We're gonna go with it that. I guess so. Yeah. 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 But uh, you know, if you guys aren't haven't tuned into our podcast before, we are a Doctor Who podcast of two guys who have never watched Doctor Who. We are two guys who know nothing about Doctor Who. So thank you here for tuning into the show. And uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Tardy Tardis Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Tardis Tardy, or you can email <laughs> us at the Tardy Tardis Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, do we get any emails? This week, Chris, I think you know, I, I got a new one here so. right now. You ready? Like, Brand new one. Like, just just hit us this evening as a recording. Okay. Uh, it says, new binge listener, you have no idea how funny you two are. I want to scream <laughs> at you and tell you how wrong or misled you are at times. Then I remember the joy of figuring this out on your own. By the way, Chris is my favorite doctor, and I'm caught up. Keep it up, and can't wait to see you get to the end of season one. Fantastic. From David yeah. Lay in Madison, Wisconsin. So he's not even done. He he's not up to this point yet. He's still trying okay. to get through uh, season right. one. Uh, we actually had there was somebody on Instagram that like got mad. I think they're early on in the in our show too because they got mad that we said the uh, we we pronounced Dalek as Dalek. Oh. I think that's how we've said it like the, in the first episode that they were around. Yeah. Um. So I just wrote a little comment. I'm like just. It gets better. We, 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 we learned. We get the terminology down. Yeah. Like that's that's all part of this. That's whole thing. the point of the show. Yeah. We exactly. don't know what's going on in right. the world of Doctor Who, but <laughs> we do know what's going on with this episode. Chris, the Christmas yeah. invasion. We are mm-hmm. here. Christopher Eccleston, he's gone. I'm pouring yeah. one out for my man, Christopher Eccleston. But we <laughs> now have David Tennant. Yeah. And where we're gonna start off like we always do. Where does this episode fit? Well, I was going to ask you, you, like, do you think we should, like, restart this thing at the beginning of every season? Probably, or, yeah. Or, because, yeah. number one, it's going to get, like, when we start getting seasons, like, seven and eight, it's going to be tough to keep track of. Oh, where, totally, like, these ep- yeah. So, um, season three, episode seven, still my favorite. <laughs> which I, I think we could do that. I think if we have an absolute favorite, right. we'll rank that high. But I think uh, when we start a new season, we'll do this whole thing where is it better than... The, the episode before it so or where now, does it rank 
within that season. Right. So, so for, for now, now, this is it. This is all we have to go on. It's the best. And yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a great episode. And it, it's 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 good, even though like the the doctor himself is only in it for twenty minutes. Maybe. If yeah. Not, yeah. Fifteen but, minutes. But it was good. I think, you know, I think, and we'll talk about it a little bit more at the end, but I think this episode was a perfect introduction for David Tennant. You know, we, and, and I think even having him only in the episode for 15 minutes, I mean, you get him a little bit kind of in the beginning and then a little bit, what, maybe five or 10 minutes in. And then at the end, obviously you have him. But I think it, it takes the whole, most of the episode setting the stage for, I guess, where the characters we've known and loved up to this point, what's going on with them, where their mindset is, what's happening now with Earth. Because Earth now knows, like, it's it's out in the open, right? We know about, right. about or they know about Earth or about aliens. And mm-hmm. then we get the introduction of the Doctor to really be the hero. And honestly, man, he he, there's more action at the end of this episode, I think, than the previous Doctor ever did combined. I mean, oh, he's fighting yeah. with a sword. That's awesome. It's crazy, right? I, you didn't see that at all. No. I mean, the, the the other doctor was he was against violence almost. You know what yeah. I mean? There were so many times that we touched on things that he did where he would like we kept calling him like MacGyver because he didn't want guns or anything like that. So <laughs> yeah. this, this this doctor came out sword swinging. Yeah, he goes right <laughs> at it. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, but all right, let's jump in here. So the episode begins with the TARDIS coming in, and it's funny, like. <laughs> How Jackie and Mickey hear the TARDIS from a distance? Thinking the same thing. Anybody else that's there, do they not hear this, or is it maybe something <laughs> where the TARDIS now has has touched the lives of Jackie and Mickey, and they can hear it? Kind of like how the TARDIS speaks to Rose. You know, the fact that they've interacted with it before, they kind of now hear it when it comes. But does nobody right. else hear the, the TARDIS coming in? And the thing is, they're in two completely different places. Like Jackie's yeah. in in her apartment. Uh, decorating for Christmas, which has a white tree, by the way. And yep. Does anybody ever really have a white tree? Uh, I don't know. You have you like ever a, seen one? Only, outside in, of only like, in like department stores, right? That's it. I was going to say, the only place you That's see it. them is like Doctor Who, uh, <laughs> Doctor. I think Goodfellas. Didn't they bring one home in Goodfellas? <laughs> Probably. And then, and then, yeah, like what's left at Walmart? <laughs> um but it's very interesting because they are. They are in two different spots. Like I said, Jackie's in uh, in her apartment. Mickey is – he he lands at a job as a mechanic. He's a mechanic now, yep. So they and, – and what's more impressive for his side is crap's going on at the garage. Like they're all like working on cars and music is blasting and he can hear it over all that. So maybe that's it. Maybe because they've interacted – with the TARDIS before. I mean, both of them have been, has Jackie, she's been in the TARDIS, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe once you're there and you've you've kind of been inside of it, you've touched it, now you can tap into... You're connected to it. Yeah, you're connected to it. Right, right. It's crazy. And the way the TARDIS comes in... Oh my God. ...is completely different. Never seen it like that. Right. Ever. It's a whirling dervish swirling about. (laughs) What, what is why is that like i almost wonder because when you see the doctor pop out like he looks okay but then you know he, he basically has enough energy just to say oh my god we're here in london earth and he sees jackie and mickey and he's like oh what was i gonna say oh yeah merry christmas and then he's out and you know, then he, he passes thinks, out right, so maybe that, just right. the fact that he had enough energy to drive the tardis but he couldn't deliver it like it normally comes and that's why it's spinning around crashing into buildings 
I don't know. We've never seen uh, the TARDIS like this ever. No, it usually just always, you know, appears. Yep, it's like a dreidel and... falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doctor dreidel. It's crazy. Uh, but and obviously, Mickey and uh, uh, what Rose's mother, Jackie. I heard blank. Jackie, I have no idea who this guy is at this yep. point in time. So this is all new to them. They're like, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he kind of just. We don't see him for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> no, well, we see him. We see but... him, but yeah, not like like we want to see him. But we get a great scene. So they bring him back to Jackie's house or her flat, where they yep. say. She puts him in her new boyfriend's pajamas, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, Howard. And, and, you know, Rose is kind of like, where did you get these pajamas? But then I love Rose's checking his hearts to make sure both his hearts are beating. And, you know, Jackie, is number one, is surprised that he has two hearts. And then she's right. like, what else does he have two yeah. of? <laughs> There's so many like sexual innuendos in the show. It's not even funny. Yeah. But not only that, like, did you notice like the uh, the stethoscope that Rose uses? Mm-hmm. Jackie says she stole from. It seemed like some nurse at <laughs> at the the. She's always stealing things, man. Like in the, in the last episode she stole like the tow truck we didn't really steal it but wow. borrowed it she did something for that tow truck you know? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if, if we got a, a show just on jackie it would be a completely different show she would be like it'd be called oh, like klepto jackie or something that like dude that. that'd be a great idea for a show just like a pre pre uh prequel right. basically yeah uh, let's see. This is where we, then we get the first shot of the doctor expelling, I don't know what's coming out of his mouth. A bunch of like mm, pollen green. energy stuff. Yeah. Uh, this yellow stuff coming out. Um, let's see. And then that's when, uh, what the TV comes on at that point, right? Let's see here. Nope. Cause that's when, when, you know, Rose is finding out about, uh, Jackie, where did she got the pajamas and that it was right, right, know, right. the boyfriend. But then that's when we get our first shot of official Prime Minister Harriet Jones. So this is Harriet, the big throwback to right. her just being essentially what, like a Prime Minister's aide back in the World War Three episode, I think that was. Right? Yes. Before we get to that, there's one right before that when uh, Rose is talking to her mother in the, uh, in the kitchen before the TV comes on. She says something which I... is is, i'm guilty of it too because she kind of gets upset because she feels she's like i thought i knew him um and then he goes and does something like this and she she says i keep forgetting he isn't human and i'm guilty of that too yeah i always forget like i don't know his true form and i don't know and we've talked about that before too like i don't know if we'll ever get that but I can understand why she's upset. Like she feels like she not that she knows this person and I don't feel like she feels like slighted by him or whatever like that. But I I had that same thought when she said that, like, I keep forgetting he's not Hmm. a human being because he's not. No, but he always takes a form of a human being, right? That we know yeah, of, at least. And I was wondering, I mean, obviously it's it's in service to the show, but like, I wonder why, what is it about the humans? And then even at the end of this episode, and he kind of mentions like, you know, when, when Harriet makes the decision to blow up um, yeah. the the ship, you know, he, he kind of says something about like, you know, well, here we go. Like, this is the humans, you know, you've in, it almost makes it seem like now the rest of the world is going to see them and, and that potentially the humans can go down the path of being bad. And we, we've seen, 
I guess kind of looking to the future of when we see Rose and the the previous Doctor go to. Well, what are we gonna call him? Are we gonna say the previous Doctor? Do I? I guess he is still the Doctor, right? When we when we've seen them go to like Satellite Five, and we've seen right. the, when they went to the one installation. What was it the second episode where they watched the end of the or third episode where they saw the end of the world? Like we saw what humanity can become. You can become mm. like literally a skin trampoline, I guess. But, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It's just interesting. I guess he always takes that form. That's uh, true. Of being a human. But speaking of yeah. humans being terrible people or being terrible right. things, what's up with Jackie's fish tank? Clean your damn what fish tank, woman. <laughs> Look at her fish tank in the background. Like, no fish can breathe in that water. Go uh, back and watch this episode when you get a chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at four minutes, 41 seconds. That I mean, is we're, we're talking water. Through, like some dense fog back there. Like, Jackie is yeah. not cleaning her fish tank. <laughs> terrible. Fish that, is some, back there. that is some murky water. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. So this is when we get the uh, the shot on TV of Harriet taking. Uh, she's at like right. a little, um, well, like a press conference, and this is where we meet Daniel uh, Llewellyn, and yeah. he is the creator of the Guinevere One space probe, which is supposed to be Britain going into their golden age. Now they're sending out space probes, and it's about to land on Mars, but we see uh, rather quickly that uh, yeah, it's it doesn't land on Mars. It gets sucked into an asteroid with a, a weird door or portal that kind of opens up in the side of it and sucks it in. Right. So that's our first shot that something is not right as to what's going on. Um, then we get a great a great uh, kind of conversation of Mickey and Rose just going for a stroll because it is Christmas, right? They're, they right. haven't really Rose hasn't been able to buy Christmas presents. Although you would think that maybe she could have grabbed some while she was out on their travels. But actually, no. well, I guess no because this is a direct sequel to the last episode. She would have had no time to go anywhere, right? She they just right. probably immediately. Shot back to this time. Um, but I like the conversation they have and how, you know, Mickey is kind of just, again, questioning. We've had them have this conversation before about how she's just obsessed with always talking about her travels. And the TARDIS. And, and the TARDIS. You know, yeah. and he's like, you know, he's, he's kind of mocking her at one point. And it's like, well, do you blame him? I mean, she just shows up and he's there when she shows up and then she just leaves him. And he's like, yeah. okay. And then when she comes back, half the time she's talking about something her and the doctor did or what she saw or the TARDIS. And it's just it's a terrible well, relationship. It, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. This is not, you know, this would have never lasted. A, they, they would have never been paired on eHarmony. We'll put it that way. Yeah, no. But um, no, it is like you. I think we all know those that person who always wants to talk about something that they're interested in and you have zero interest in. Yeah. Like 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 cars or something. Like I, I don't care about cars, but we have a friend that loves cars and wants to talk about cars all the time. And yep. I, I nod and say that's cool and all right, let's let's move on to something else. <laughs> but what do you do? Like how do you if it's somebody that's doing time travel? <laughs> I could totally understand how that person would want to talk about yeah. time travel all the time. Mm -hmm. But when that person is, you know, supposed to be your romantic interest and you're constantly coming and going, I think the last thing that he wants to hear is uh, everything that she's done because it's not including him. Right. I get it. Mm -hmm. Especially, yeah, like you said, it's not including him and everything she's talking about is her with another guy. <laughs> so it's just like, no, you're supposed to be with me. Like, you're not right. supposed to be out with him. Yeah. And if uh, he only knew, it wasn't just the one guy. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. Multiple guys that she's given the lip bite to. Yep. So the old the old rose lip bite. <laughs> um, let's see. So they're out shopping, and this is where we get these mass sandas that we find out are pilot fish, as the doctor calls them a little bit later. But I love that the weapons straight up 
like shotgun trombones or like a bazooka trombone, a flamethrower yeah. trombone. <laughs> like just awesome, <laughs> man. It's so cool. Nobody thought these guys were just odd looking Santa Clauses because they have <laughs> terrible masks on. Uh, I mean, the Santa suits are okay, but the masks alone would be like, I have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen a masked no. Santa Claus? No. no. Can we order that mask? Can you get that mask? That would be a great think, Chris or uh, Halloween yeah. costume, man. Yeah, we can uh, look for that. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that. Uh, you let's need see. Matching flamethrower, though. You need the matching flamethrower. Oh yeah. Or, or just all you gotta <laughs> do is carry a trombone. You just walk around with a trombone. <laughs> carry it like a gun. It's great. Uh, so then, of course, yes, the Santa Clauses attack Rose and Mickey, and they obviously realize there's, they're coming after them. They're not just, just it's not just a random attack in the shopping area. And uh, they hop into a taxi, start heading home. Rose is trying to call Jackie, who is on the phone talking to her friend, basically complaining about how Rose just showed up and she's expecting dinner and all that. Right. And um, when they finally get back to the house, um, we're actually first we get a quick shot of the doctor again, letting the Releasing yellow stuff come some, out of his mouth, so we right. know that you know something is going on with that. Rose and, and Mickey come running in. They're starting to tell Jackie, like, "Hey, something's not up. There's there was this attack." And then they realize a Christmas tree in the corner of the room. And we talked about the Christmas tree being white. It's not white anymore. It it's green. green. And then the Christmas tree proceeds to spin and attack yes. them, tearing up everything in its way. It's like <laughs> razor blade Christmas tree. And I love the fact that you sit here, we watch this tree tear through a table, turning it to sawdust. What's yeah. the first thing Mickey does? He grabs a chair and holds it to it, thinking that's going to stop it. it like it, we all would. <laughs> Great. This thing it. is this thing is like a, 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 a you know a, a tornado tree. Like this thing is is cruising. <laughs> it's not just like you know. Oh, you could just probably just stop it with your hand. No, like Mark yeah. said, like it, it's tearing through the apartment. I thought the same thing. Like I, I don't know what what Mickey's. Uh, he did a Mickey. Mickey pulled. A Mickey. I, he, he pulled a Mickey. He just stayed in there when. And then when it starts to. Uh, you know, just dismantle the chair he's holding. He doesn't drop it. He continues to hold it, <laughs> thinking thinking that it's what's that going to do, Mickey? Come on. I, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, but then the, the you know they they basically barricade themselves in the room, trying to hold the door. The tree busts through, and uh, they know the doctor has to save them. So Rose whispers ever so slightly into. Well, yeah. first she gives the doctor the screwdriver. Nothing happens. Whispers in his ear, just saying, "Help me!" And he quickly pops up, shoots the, the screwdriver at it. And uh, takes it out. What was that and, about? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do you mean? The whisper? Like how she was yeah. able to activate him like that? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe just by whispering, she's able to say I'm in danger. Like, help uh, Do you think, because we get another, uh, I guess, tidbit of information about Rose and, and the TARDIS, you know, being able to translate language for her. Um, do you think, like, she's just involved in this now like she she is like like mickey and rose's mother can hear the tardis yeah maybe that's surface level stuff for them hmm. but rose being through everything she's been through is becoming i don't want to say becoming a time lord but is just uh maybe on a different level getting now. some and, abilities and she, now on that right and like right. i i wonder when she whispered in his ear did she actually whisper in english or Maybe because now they're kind of on that same level. Like we perceive it as English, obviously, but like maybe she whispered in Time Something. Lordian 
yeah like old like harry time. potter talking and yeah like just and like. so that kind of activated him and she didn't like instinctively do that but just by whatever it is that she did it was whispering in his ear and it was like saying like i'm in danger right. basically and he was able to just quickly pop up because um, the last thing that you're you're gonna do in in that situation is be calm cool and collected and whisper into somebody's and just ear say, help me so how did she know how to do that i don't know or man it's <clears throat> good observation. I, know, I, I think Rose is getting a little. Yeah, I think she's getting deeper. Mm. She had the bad how, wolf. Like she had the bad wolf inside of her, man. There you go. That yeah, could have unlocked something, even though it's no longer that. there. Supposedly that it it unlocked something inside of her, yeah, and really, was... and the fact that she looked into the heart of the TARDIS, so she's mm. connected, man. Like there, there's mm-hmm. definitely some sort of connection going on there with her. Interesting. Okay. Um, so then the doctor goes outside because he, he says remote control goes outside, sees one of the Santas with a little um, teeny tiny Radio Shack remote control controlling the spinning Christmas tree outside and points his sonic screwdriver at him and, and the other Santas there. And they mm-hmm. slowly back away and then they shoot up. Right. And then the doctor basically starts to collapse again. You know, or he says that's when he says they're pilot fish. Right. And he says that there's there's more coming. And then he. uh groans in pain and falls over and jackie thinks she knows what it's going to be or what it's going to take to cure him and she lifts just about every medication that i dispense on a daily basis i'm a pharmacist that's my my job by trade and she just basically unleashes every drug that i keep in stock in my pharmacy she just lists everything including soup sandwiches what about soup and a sandwich soup and a little ham sandwich or just a little ham sandwich like it just goes on and on jackie just chill Coding. out, Jackie. He's gonna be all right. And and he says he just wants her to shut up, basically. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> and I think that's the moment where she doesn't she say something like, "Oh yeah, that that that's the real doctor." That's, like, doctor. that's yeah, almost that like is... the moment she realizes, like, this is still the oh, same yeah, guy. That's him. Yeah, that's the doctor. Just looks different. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And then we find out Henry keeps fruit in his uh, his yep. pajamas. That's the first of of many fruits we're gonna see here. Yeah, uh, the fruits of his labor is what I'm going to call those. Okay. Um, and then we see uh, Mickey getting all high tech, dialing into the internet at this point. Did you notice mm-hmm. that he uses dial up? He's like, "Can I? Are you going to use the phone?" And she's like, "No." Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "Like really? <laughs> Come on, man!" I, I would think they're a little bit further beyond that. Um, but he's able to tap in at this point. He does tap into um, – well, we don't see it yet here, but he's dialing into their security system. So, you know, we laugh at Mickey holding up the chair. Mickey's kind of like the – he's the rocket raccoon, how Rocket is in the Guardians. He's like the little gadget guy that can build all this stuff. That's right. kind of Mickey, man. Like yeah. He's, he's a tech guy. He's he knows been doing stuff. some things. As, yeah. as silly as he seems, he really is doing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get the scene of this is where we we first see that the aliens. Uh, is this where we get the alien trans transmission? Yeah, they, well, they kind of talk about pilot fish, and I didn't know that's what pilot fish were called. Oh, that's right, Mickey. He, he's looking up the, like, what the pilot fish are, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and pilot fish are basically. Yeah. I've always wondered that too. Like when you watch like Discovery Channel, you or see something that. Like that. You see the little ee- these little tiny fish that are hanging around with sharks, and we're like, dude, like why are you there? <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're just pilot fish, and and that's what he called them. They sent like basically little minions out, yep. almost like I thought of it as like remember in the movie, um, Signs. Yep. It's almost like the the crop circles were like commu- ways of communication. Mm-hmm. So it was almost something like that. Like they sent like test subjects out to kind of get the lay of the land and then report to Go, Big yep. Daddy upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and this is where we get our man, uh, what, Danny Llewellyn. He's kind of saying, yes, they've lost transmission, but they're getting it back. They're going to have the first pictures coming from the surface of Mars very soon. And when we get our first shot of the creatures of the, what are they called? The uh, Cigarex. Cigarex, not Cigarex. Cigarex. Yeah. What do you think of these guys, man? I loved them, man. Like, what, like the first image is very, like, up close and, and uh, like – the way that they show it to you, like the 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 uh, video footage that they get back on the news, is just a real brief, like almost uh, VHS style. Like yeah. they're, they're kind of like a little bit blurry, but you can make out. It's really up it's close. It's like a saw, like a saw yeah. video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like later on, like when you when you really get a good view of them, like pretty good, man. Really cool, man. Really really yeah. cool. Like this is something like. I would want to see, or I would go to like a Comic Con as, or something like that. Oh man, it's yeah. one of these guys. That'd be awesome. Really cool. Uh, let's see. So this this is basically broadcast out there. We see them just yeah, just one of the Sycorax just yelling into the the video screen, and then we get a shot of um, Danny Llewellyn going to what do you want to call it? Like I guess it's like, almost like the Pentagon for Britain, whatever they could. Do they even say what this place is called? I don't think they do. Yeah, but it's it's very like high tech and it's it's a headquarters. Or actually, no. I'm looking at it right now, and this door opens up, and it says "Unit" on it. Okay, so it's and unit, unit. It's United like Nations U- Intelligence Task Force. There you go. There you go. It, it says uh, he's escorted to the Tower of London, which houses a facility run by the United Nations Intelligence Task Force. So we're at the okay. Tower of London at this point, and uh, I love this scene because they go in, and you know Harriet's taking control. And I even love Harriet Jones. She's like Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, and he's like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're which the prime happens. Minister, like, yeah, <laughs> which happens like. multiple times throughout this episode, <laughs> yep. including when she gets beamed up to the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "We we know who you are." Like, yeah, everybody we, knows we know. Who <laughs> um, and then we kind of see some inner workings where uh, we have you know the one guy he's he's kind of like her um, secondhand man. His name's Alex. That he's basically saying that it is a hoax. That's kind of what they're transmitting to the media, although they know it is real. But then I love the just this whole scene of Danny Llewellyn realizing that it's real, that aliens are real, and but everybody else around him like is in on the. They know, you know, like like the one guy with the one major, he says to him something like, "Oh well, what do you think? Are they Martians?" And he's like, "No, that that's not what Martians look like." And he's just like, "Wait a minute, what? Like, how do you yeah. know what Martians look like?" Um, I don't know. I just think this whole scene is just awesome. Yeah, because she says... uh, It's a new species, right? It's a new species. And he's like, or this seems to be a a new species, at least one we haven't encountered before. So to him, that's like, wait a minute. Like, so you've encountered... Yeah, and it's just just bizarre. Like, the guy who's sent up and is responsible for this, like, space probe has no idea that... They already know that there's alien life forms out there, which is kind of funny. Yeah, well, and then we get uh, we yeah, get a yeah. moment here where uh, Mickey, um, and even, actually not just Mickey, we we first meet uh, what's her name? Who's this this girl's name? Sally. We Sally. meet Sally, and she tells everyone in the room that there is a ship moving rather quickly, um, kind of from Mars, basically, or, or from the yeah. from the area, and um, it cuts to Mickey then realizing that because he's also on his laptop seeing that, and then we get the video feed from the aliens yelling. <laughs> And Rose, this is when she realizes she can't understand what they're saying. Right. And up to this point, any alien that talks, she can understand it. 
And we kind of find out it's kind of just not only just it's like the TARDIS and the doctor as one kind of give her that ability. But because the doctor is not in his final form, if you want to say he's like freaking. Yeah, he's like Frieza from Dragon Ball. He's not in his final form. <laughs> he, he, he It's not working right now. You know, it's not. like the, Yeah. The TARDIS is offline, basically. Yeah. yeah. Everything's offline. But I found hilarious, man, was like the video feed of the cigarettes just. What'd that make you think of? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, dude. And the funniest thing about it is like when they start <laughs> translating their words and they say like Cigarax, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what the – and the last one is Cigarax Rock. <laughs> it's almost like We Will Rock You. So it's like they had to be playing on like Bohemian Rhapsody. They had to. So, okay. Were they playing on that or were they big Guar fans and Queen fans? And they they basically combined Guar because I'm watching this. I'm like, this is freaking Guar, dude. Like Guar <laughs> – is this Guar in this episode? If you guys are familiar with Guar, Guar is like a heavy metal death band from the 90s where then they would wear costumes that look just oh, like this. It's just yeah. crazy monsters and stuff like that. And then you were saying that they rock. But yeah, you know, I didn't pick up on the Bohemian Rhapsody there, man. But yeah, it is. <laughs> now that you say that, the way they're lined up. This, it is exactly Bohemian Rhapsody. It had Rhapsody. to be. That's why yeah. they had to do it. That's funny. <laughs> <sighs> but it's funny. You know, they're, they're saying basically like give up now. And uh, Harriet says, nope, we're, we're, we're in this, you know, and basically threatens the back, say we're here to the end. Um, so then Jack, we had a scene of Jackie trying to wake. Or actually, when do we get the Torchwood? Do we get the Torchwood here? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, um, what, is like Torchwood ready or something like that? Yeah, yep. And, um. And she even says, I know I'm not supposed to know what Torchwood is, but I do. Oh, that's right. Are they ready? Yeah, yeah. You know. So, that's our, my question is, what the hell is Torchwood? I don't know. All we know is that it's, we know it's a show and we know. Yeah, and we get a little answer. We get a little answer at the end. No, but still know. not not a well she we know says what they're capable th- of yeah i guess i mean they, they she says something where, up, like right? is that torchwood that does that essentially at the end yeah yeah like because right? he tells her he's like torchwood is ready and she says go for it and she says yeah fire at will or whatever she says yeah. and and then when they have that <clears throat> that conversation the doctor's pissed off she says something where it's like you know it was alien technology so they basically got technology 10 years ago from some spaceship that landed almost like, uh, like independence day Yeah. <laughs> when we yeah. use their technology against them. So, I, but that doesn't answer like everything, obviously. So right. I, I'm kind of want to watch Torchwood now just to see. Oh, we will. Oh yeah. We're going to get there, man. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and then, yeah, so kind of, there's a couple scenes kind of in through in here, but you know, we, we have the Torchwood comment that's being made there. Um, we, we get the scene of Jackie going to the doctor, trying to wake him up. Um, we have, this is when, um, they say at one point what that you will surrender or they will die. And at this mm-hmm. point, nobody knows what they're talking about. You know, is it just like earth or are they going to blow up earth? Like who is they? And I uh, hear it says, tell them this is a day of peace on planet earth. So Harriet's trying to be very, just, you know, uh, I'm trying to think what's the word, like not proactive, but she's trying to just be very, say, Hey, diplomatic, diplomatic. There you go. We want yeah. peace. We're not. We don't want to fight. But if you want to fight, you know, we're we're armed and we won't surrender. Right. But then she right. she's asking for the doctor. Like she wants to know where the doctor is. She wishes the doctor was there because she saw how what he was able to do in the World War Three episode. Right. But, as far as she knows, he's not. He's not there. Right. Um, what do you think of Jackie sleeping on the doctor? 
<laughs> I didn't notice that. Not really. I mean, like she, she goes up and she's kind of like, please wake up. And then kind of lays her head by the doctor. I, well, I mean, since episode one, she's, she's tried to. Yeah. You think she was seen if him. there was two? You think she said two, two under the sheets? You think she's she looking? The... <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, she might have did a little peek. <laughs> a little Jackie peek. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> all right. <The> Jackie peek. <laughs> <laughs> Should we need to get Jackie needs her own show? I think she does. I, yeah, that's a good show. Uh, let's see, and then we have uh, we get a message to so the 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 um, I keep thinking, what are they called the the cigarettes 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 are sending a message, and we see them doing like a Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat like blue hand <laughs> blue hand of yeah I don't know whatever spell cast on the earth, and random people in the room. Sally really being the first one that we see. Kind of her, her, there's like a blue glow over her head, and then she just starts walking, and then it starts cutting around to people all around the world. Like really, we see London, but we find out it's all around the world. Everybody is just walking, almost like zombies, mm-hmm. and they're walking to the edge of buildings. This is a pretty messed up scene, man. I'm telling, like this is where I I got the feeling like you know production value has gone up. Yeah. Because it really like just everything about it was j- just the, the simple fact that everybody is like now standing on a ledge uh, on the verge of, you know, committing suicide, like the happening. Um, yeah. And and it cutting to when they find out it's happening all over the world, them cutting to like the one the one visual was the Coliseum when everybody's lined up on the Coliseum in Italy. Like I, and then they show like uh, like Paris and yeah. the Eiffel Tower. Yep. Like and just the music, it was very dramatic and it was. and it, like you can tell like this is this was like the focal point for for this episode um, where it really sucked you in. There was, was a like, moment, right. man. There was a moment I was on the edge of my seat thinking, "Are they going to deliver on this? Like, <laughs> are they really going to do this?" Because in my head, I'm thinking, "All right, we're watching a show that involves time travel, so." This could happen, and then they just go back in time and fix it, basically, you know? Okay, yeah. I almost thought that it was going to happen, but I was like, but it's, uh, it's I don't know. I, this is a show airing on Christmas Day, like, because that's when this airs, right? <laughs> it's on Christmas. All these right. families, you know, you open your presents, you have your Christmas dinner, you start watching Doctor Who, and all these people commit suicide. Like, Mass suicide, oh, yeah. No. yeah. But I'm with you. I, I, there was a point where I'm like, wow, like, I thought 100% like this could happen. And I think that's the cool thing about this show is like it – you know, it didn't pay off this time, but I I just get the feeling that this show will do that. Maybe not on a grand scale worldwide suicide, but um, yeah, man, I, I I agree with you. I I was really just sucked into this moment. Like, what is going on right here? This yeah. is this is heavy. Yep. And then we get Harriet. She goes and does her emergency broadcast, which kind of through that you hear she mentions the royal family, and she kind of says yeah, like, "Where's man. the royal family?" She kind of looks off to the side and she's like, "Oh, they're on the roof." So, like, even they're so, up on the roof. And I want to ask this question because we do have a lot of, of British listeners mm. that kind of email us and correct us on, on things that go on in Britain. In that um, in that speech she gives, like you said, she gives a speech to the people. There's a, a, a picture frame of the queen yeah. off to her right. So it would be our left. I remember – I don't know where I heard it. I thought you had to get like permission to actually use the queen's like image. Is that on, the real queen though? I think so, man. Kind of like, looks like her. 
kind of not. I don't know. You think it's not? Yeah. That, I don't dude, think it is. That looks like her. Come on. I, I know, think man. that's her. She's got a lot of lipstick on. So what's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you ever seen the queen with a lot lipstick? of red lipstick? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, like, she's like 90 years old. 90-year-old women wear red lipstick. It's like... <laughs> I think that's her, dude. I don't think that's an image. Yeah. So if that's true, (laughs) they they got permission to use her her image. Man, Doctor Who, which is Doctor Who, it's a national treasure in England. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm learning that about Doctor Who. It seems like people in England love it. Although I say that, and we have uh, some friends of ours here, and I think I've even mentioned this on our very first episode we ever did. Um, I bring some some kids to school every day along with my kids, and so the the family the the mom is from Liverpool. Okay. Never watched Doctor Who. Like she remembers as a kid, like her dad or somebody kind of watching it, but she's like, ah, I don't watch that. I thought honestly, and this is gonna sound naive. I thought all British people watched Doctor Who. I thought it was just like you just watch Doctor Who. Everybody watches it. Everybody yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it. Like that's just what I thought it was. I thought this right. was the show that everybody watched. I guess not. Yeah. And I can <laughs> see why now watching it. Like okay, yeah, this is show isn't for everybody. I just yeah. thought it was one of those shows that was like, yes, yeah, kind of like how everybody watched Seinfeld or Friends here. And not that the shows are on any <laughs> the same level at all. It's yeah, just, but not even everybody watched Seinfeld and Friends in this episode or in this uh, country. In, in my head, they did. I have. You want me to run through these really quick? What do you got? Because I because I when I was doing my research for the Queen, uh, I found this is I can go through these real quick if you want. 12 things or 12 reasons Queen Elizabeth is the ultimate HBIC, which you can figure out what that stands for. Let me read. This is pretty crazy, man. Okay, read, read it. Yeah, I think our listeners, right. it's interesting. And, it, and it re, it's in regards to how her picture could, how that could or could not possibly be her. Or, right. Okay. That is not listed in here, but this is just things that she can do that normal human beings cannot do, which okay. is crazy. So number one, she does not need a driver's license to drive a car. Nice. In the U- in the UK. <clears throat> the speed limit does not apply to her. <laughs> now, she's a 90-year-old woman. I, don't, I, I'm, I'm, I think she's 90. I know she's around that age. You give this woman carte blanche on how fast she can go. Do you want her driving, though? She can't even see probably, properly, I, man. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sorry for anybody out there that thinks we're making fun of the queen. We're, we're not. not. Like, this like, is, I'm this is legitimately incredible. Like, yeah. yeah. Three, she does not... <laughs> She doesn't need a passport to travel. That's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, she doesn't have to pay taxes. Okay. <laughs> now, this one, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. She owns all the dolphins in England. <laughs> and, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the football team. <laughs> what? Talking about dolphins. How many dolphins are actually in England? I is it like I, a like if if you owned an aquarium in in London, and you had do, a dolphin in there, she, or like Sea World, there was a Sea World. She would she you could lease them from her. You couldn't own the dolphins. So it says the Queen is known for her love of corgis, the dog, uh, but her rule over wildlife for England goes England goes so beyond her iconic pack of adorable pets. Thanks to a rule from way back in the 1300s, she technically owns all of the, quote, royal fishes. Wow. So whales, dolphins, sturgeons, and porpoises. So if you <laughs> went, like, whale hunting, which is a terrible thing to do, and, I, you know, obviously nobody – there's terrible people that do that right. today. Yeah. If you went whale hunting in the waters of England, 
you would be you, killing something that the queen owned. The queen owns. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Don't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> six, she owns a bunch of swans. Okay. Uh, seven, she has a personal poet. That's stature, man. Just having a poet walk around with you all I day. Just, well, and, yeah. Well, I mean, how many poems is he possibly writing? Um, the monarch and so the person was appointed to the position in 2009. In, I'm trying wow. to see if they have. Uh, they don't have a, a number on here. I don't know. Uh, she's a Bond girl. Apparently, she was in one of the Bond movies. Nice. Uh, nine. She, this is interesting. She was one of the first people to use the internet. Hmm. Yep. In 1976, some form of it. This wow. one's nuts, dude. She has her own ATM. There's an ATM in the basement of Buckingham Palace that only the royal family can use. Wow. Yep. I wonder how often they got to put money in that. You know? <laughs> Like really, like I well, mean, how much how much cash are you? Who's why are you using an ATM now? Like I can see that's probably something from like the late '80s, early '90s was installed, and they used it then. But right. now, I mean, now you're but just using do, your card. Like when you're coming to deliver the money to put in there, just give it to her, and she can go put it somewhere. I don't why know. do you need an ATM? I don't know. Uh, this one's eleven. She can't be arrested. So for a woman who can drive as fast as she wants, <laughs> and she can't be arrested. <laughs> She basically can do whatever the heck she's she wants Superman to do. She's Superman or Superwoman yeah. or Batman. Like you just yeah. can't do anything. And uh, finally, give us one more. Give gets, us one more. Yeah, then we'll wrap it. She gets she gets two birthdays, so her actual birthday, and then yeah, she has two birthdays. Second her birthday, number birthday. One is her actual welcome to the world birthday, and then her second birthday is celebrated on Saturday. Uh, her official royal birthday. So I guess that's like a. Yeah, you know, that, there's a thing. My, my wife, Femrys, watches that show, like The Queen or whatever it's called on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think when they become queen or royal, they can actually change their name, I believe. And yeah, so, I think, and so yeah. I think that's probably part of that. I'm sure, British listeners, you can correct us if we're wrong, but I, uh, my guess is yeah. the way you phrase it, I think that's probably what it is. Right. It's like her, her so, birth as the queen. Let us know if the dolphin thing is true. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Amazing. That's amazing. Wild. So little sidetrack but well worth it <laughs> i think it's worth it for sure uh all right let's jump back in here this is uh so then we get an, a very dramatic scene of rose's crime because through this speech from harriet um you know she's she's basically pleading for the doctor doctor if you can yeah. hear us help us and yeah. you know then we get a scene of rose's breaking down man like she's basically just telling telling jackie he's gone and well, why does she get that like crazy about it like I, I don't i didn't feel like he was gone Maybe because I know there's well, ten more yeah, seasons of this not, show. Dude, I mean, but. yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, put it from her perspective. Like she clearly had feelings for him beyond just friends. You know, I mean, they, you know, the big kiss and all that in the last one. Even right. he was still his way of trying to heal her. She felt that way about him. And then even though she knows technically the new doctor is him, it's still not, man. Like it would just. What if just some random woman came into your house and was just like hey babe i'm home and you're just like who the hell are you I was like no it's me like and they look nothing like your wife now told the complete opposite like complete opposite of your wife like it so just you, wouldn't you, okay. you know so for her it is just on that moment where she feels like she truly lost somebody she loved even though there is this being that says they're the same person so you think she's saying when when he left me she's saying like christopher eccleston 
left me. Right. I think so. All right. Yeah, I think I so, that. man. Yeah, that's because she doesn't understand it yet. Even even because think about it. I mean, literally, we're yeah, we're true. mere moments after the end of that episode. Even though it seems like Jackie and and Mickey are doing their own thing. I mean, for them, three or four months could have passed, but for Rose right. and the Doctor, it's literally let's get the hell out of Dodge. We're out of yeah. we're out of here. And here they are. That's why we see the TARDIS come crashing in. So Rose has never even really had a moment to get to know whether this guy really is or not the same doctor. So, right. She doesn't even really know what's going on herself. Yeah, yeah. still. So All it's right. just kind of this weird moment, you know? Good point. Good point. Um, right. Let's see. We get a big sonic wave that basically destroys everything as everything. the ship is entering the atmosphere. Uh, very, very cool scene. I like the special effects here, man. Mm -hmm. A little bit of cheese factor going on, but it's cool, especially when you see the ship coming over the building with all the people standing on the the roof edge. Um, I thought it was kind of neat. Uh, let's see. The ship comes in, and then what happens after that? Um, is that when basically? Go ahead. Basically, just covers you know a big chunk of London and kind of hovering <laughs> over Big Ben, and they kind of go back to the doctor. They're trying to wake him up, and. Um, I think Rose makes a decision that just we the safest spot is to just go into the TARDIS. Yeah. And they, they basically pick him up. Um, they go back to the I don't know. What do we call it? The what's this place called? The, where the, the no. Oh, the like unit. The, the, well, it's yeah, a Tower the of unit. London. It's a unit base right, in the right. Tower of London, I think is what they said. Yeah. Um, and then this is where we get the, the Sycorax saying, we want your leader. Harriet Jones basically says, I'm going to be your leader. She comes in, they get teleported into the ship. And this is where we get our first scene of the helmet being removed mm. from the, the leader of, do, does he have a name, this guy? Or is he just the leader of the Sycorax? I, I guess. I think he's got a name. Well, um, at least they don't say it. it. Might be one of those things where he does have a name. It's just not said. Yeah, Sycorax leader actually. There's kind of a funny scene where the that Mr. Llewellyn's like, "Oh, he's taking his helmet off. He might look just like us." Yeah. Goes, no. No. <laughs> not at all. He remind you know what they they remind me of with the helmet off is those those guys in Episode Three Star Wars when Obi Wan goes and he's he's kind of where he ends up fighting Grievous. And the when the the guy kind of walks up to him and says like they're holding us oh, hostage, yeah, they're blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. Just the way their teeth are, just kind of the right. faces, just a little bit. They don't yeah, have as much like true. bone over their face or anything. Yep. It just kind of looks like it. Um. Uh. Let's see. And then this is when uh, what Mister Llewellyn comes up saying, you know, please don't don't hurt anybody. I beg you. Now is the time for compassion. And then this uh, Sycorax leader goes all Indiana Jones on him with a blue whip. Takes him down. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they tell him like you know you'll you'll surrender or, or I will release like the final curse and your people will jump. Yep. He's got his hand over like a button. Um. Yeah. And then Mister Llewellyn steps up and the guy like Indiana Jones whips him. And I've kind of like, did you ever notice like when ever ever somebody like a a human dies or not even a human anybody dies by the hand of a alien their skeleton like glows <laughs> yeah, and they just like fall to the ground. It's so like the it's classic like... cartoon. Like when like, you know, uh, well like the Roadrunner or not the Roadrunner, like, you know, Wiley Coyote or like Tom, you know, from Tom and Jerry would like stick their finger in like a light socket. And it's just like, which by how, how does like a pile of bones work? Like in these cases, do you ever notice that? Like if, if a body decomposes, 
that takes a long time and then the bones yeah. will be there but too often especially in cartoons and we, we see here like they just are immediately a pile of bones like i don't know it's just kind of funny i thought it's really well, like cartoony even... for that to happen and i was kind of looking for like his bones and the other guy dies too like the yep the i don't know what his rank is i don't want to but he, he he gets the whip too yep and nobody like <laughs> Their bones are lying there. They show a brief clip of their bones just in a pile. Yep. And then you don't really see them anymore. They kind of nope. just, I think that's just, just a <laughs> production <bones>. flaw. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we mentioned they take him onto the TARDIS. They take the doctor on there. And, and Jackie's like, why don't we just fly this thing out of here? And she's like, we can't. But, you know, you almost wonder if, if Rose could fly the TARDIS, do you think right. they could have gone back and just fixed everything? Because we're talking time travel, and I'm also going to make our brains hurt. But, like, is this just another... Hmm thing that could happen for earth and they could just move on to like another multi-dimension and it just doesn't matter. Well, uh, I mean, I guess you, that you, you I guess you can always do that, but without you know the doctor, I mean? maybe you can't, you know, maybe you're, you're locked into it now. Well, like we're saying like, yeah, like right now it seems like everything is offline. Yeah. So maybe at this point in time, she can't do that because she has no plan. Like her plan was just to go on, on the TARDIS cause she feels like that's the safest spot. Yep. And Jackie bringing her, entire grocery bags with uh, her grocery list with her yeah to the TARDIS which was key which if if she didn't do that mm-hmm. Jackie kind of saved the day she did she did yeah. needed that tea man gotta have that yep. tea um yep. so then the TARDIS they they transmat the TARDIS onto the ship and uh when they get on what I think uh, Mickey goes out first he's immediately captured Rose goes out after him and um that's when they they take them um, outside, ready to basically, they, they hook up with, uh, you know, Harriet. That's when Harriet sees Rose for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And, um, then what, this is when the doctor, now the T at this point is, when well, the, oh, go ahead. Well, cause Harriet see, well, when, when Rose steps out of the TARDIS, one of the, she turns around and she, she's on, you know, the cigarette ship. Right. So she screams and Mickey on the inside hears a scream, and that makes him drop. That's the tea. right. She goes out first. That's right. Right. <clears throat> the Mickey goes in, right. um, and, and dropping of the tea is key. Yep. So the tea yeah. drops, and the doctor is on the ground, and then it's at this point, you know, they're outside uh, into the Sycorax ship, but outside the TARDIS, and we get a shot of the tea falling over, and you can see mm-hmm. kind of some steam coming up, and then you see the yellow stuff coming out of the doctor. So he's he's still still regenerating, but he's getting a little bit better. <clears throat> And uh, well, the tea is like dripping into onto something underneath, something blue, like the right? Next, what is that? Yeah, yep. I don't know, but it's like basically all he needed was just like some Vicks vapor rub to like, <laughs> yeah, to wake up. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, and then Rose actually she tries to diffuse the situation. This is great. She like basically this. gives like a whole recap of season one of Doctor Who, saying like Article fifteen of them. That she mentions mentions the Gelt. She mentions like the sl- the Slatheen. Everything, man. I love it. She goes through this whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she lists everything, and and she's like stumbling on her words, but she's like just trying to like I guess imp- impress them with like you know her just vinocular of, of where she's of who she is and maybe just maybe it'll work yep she even says like the mighty jagrafess it's like <laughs> it was kind of a a smart it was move a to at least yeah. yeah at least at least attempt it Try to scare and them, um at least. and they basically just 
they're, laugh they're just start laughing. Face. But then when he's talking back to her, and at this point, this is when uh, what's his name, Alex, cool. was kind of like uh, basically um, saying everything that he was saying by by deciphering it all and reading it out to everybody, but or translating it. But then they all start realizing, or Rose starts realizing that the leader is actually speaking English. Right. And she's like, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm hearing English. If I can hear English, then that means." Bum, 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 that the doctor is alive and awake the doors open he comes out and he just says what did you miss me and uh you know everybody's all excited he throws the whip at the doctor the doctor basically grabs the whip out of his hand you notice that it does nothing to oh him. yeah grabs no. it pulls it out of his no. hand and uh just what takes the guy's staff snaps it over his his leg and just says just can't get the staff and he says <laughs> now wait i'm busy now, it's awesome now um not only could Rose hear him speak English, but everybody else could. Everybody too. else could, yeah. So has the TARDIS tapped into those people as well, or it is it just have. if you're in the if if you've been in in the vicinity of the TARDIS, does it just kind of, uh, I guess, give you these powers to do that thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that was that was a great moment, man. When when he finally woke up and the doors open and he's just standing there, and it, you just get the feeling as a viewer like. You just kick back and you're like, all right, I'm just going to watch him kick ass now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. even though we don't know who this particular doctor is, right. you know that it's still like the same guy and what he's capable of. Yeah. And you just feel like everything's in good hands now. Everybody can relax. The doctor's here. Let just. And I, the best part, too, though, is he comes out, you know, he basically breaks the leader staff, does his thing. But then he's like, hold on. Goes over to Rose and he's just like, yeah. important things. How do I look? And he's asking like, you know, asking her all this. She's like, different. And he's like, good, different, bad, different. Like, is it good? And right. then he asks, he goes, am I a ginger? And she's like, no. And he's just like, oh, I always want to be a ginger. And then he gets back to doing what he was doing. You know, it's just, I love that, man. And like I said, this is like the perfect introduction for him, I think, as a doctor. You know, as of right now for me, he's not, he's not anywhere near the level of Christopher Eccleston. Right, right. But I like him. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm in it right now. I think he's, because he's good. Because he, he has – he kind of like kept those like mannerisms, like the goofiness and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not like a complete different change. It's almost like the the soul is still there. Yeah. Um, and it is. It's great. It's great just him, his uh, – like that. that's his priority first is is just making sure how he looks is is up to par. But not only that, like – Everything up until now has been like so serious mm-hmm. in this episode. And that's what's great about this show is it did very well of like balancing serious stuff, you know, um, sci-fi stuff and some comedy. And up until this point, there really was none. Maybe in the one scene where he did wake up for that brief moment and told Jackie just to shut up. Yep. Um, but like now, like – even in in the moment when you're on this alien spaceship, he brings in some comedy and like some levity to the whole situation, yeah. which this, is great. This is what the leader's asking him. He's like, who are you? And then he just kept saying, like, I don't know. And he's like, who are you? And he just goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was awesome. And he's like, really? He's like, I don't know. Am I funny? Am I sarcastic? I, I don't know. Am I sexy? He winks at Rose. Rose loving it with a nice little smile. Uh, yeah. 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 It's great, man. And then it's funny. He's like, you know, am I right-handed, left-handed? And he's like, oh, but see that great big threatening button? And he just goes up to the button, man, and just, you know. And that's the thing, like classic doctor. He knows he knows what's going on. Right. You know, like he kind of plays it off like he does. And, I mean, he he looks underneath the uh, the button where there's blood, which, by the way, he, he 
like wipes his finger in and then licks it and it actually yeah. is type a blood which is crazy and then he's just like oh yeah. what's he call it a, a blood control he goes i haven't seen these in right. years and then he which pre- we totally skipped over man like yeah. we, we totally skipped over the whole part about like everybody that's on the ledge is a positive a positive blood yeah crazy right. and it's all because of uh what's his name um mr llewellyn llewellyn put and he did what what most things that go into space do they put you know like a hard drive or whatever it is like a piece of gold that's all engraved with you know talking about earth talking about humans well he put some blood on there and the sycorax all they could learn about humanity is whatever was on that on the the guinevere space probe and the blood was on there so they were able to use that and basically use it against right. us right <clears throat> kind of neat but all he all he has to do is uh, the doctor he just tastes it he knows it's a positive blood and he just the look on his face he goes like i know what's going on here blood he goes blood control i haven't seen that in years or something like that like so this again this is not even something that's new to him yeah he knows he knows what's going on and then the best part too is he he hits the button everybody freaks out thinking like it it ended it but then he says he's like you can hypnotize them but you can't hypnotize them to death to death that the survival instinct still won't let you kill yourself so right it's basically the sycorax trying to use it to try to just get the upper hand but in the end is it going to do anything? Right. Um, they were basically trying to scare us into surrendering. Um, and if that didn't work, the guy did say something like, you know, it, that was just phase one or something. If it didn't work, I basically would send in the herd to just basically infiltrate the planet. Like, I'll, I'll go by force if I have to. But we yep. were trying to do it the simple way first. But that didn't work, obviously. Yep. And then, dude, we get one of my favorite <laughs> Favorite lines, I think, okay. almost of any episode. And he when he's talking about the humans, and he's like, look at these people. Look at these human beings. And he's like, from the day they walk on the planet, blinking and step into the sun. He's quoting the Lion King. Like, I was, <laughs> I picked up on that. As he started going, it's it's literally the circle of life. He's, he's doing it. He, he even says, he's like, oh, no, wait, hold on. That's the Lion King. He's like, I'm sorry. But the point still stands, he goes. I love that. Like, that is awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think of because I, I picked up on it, but it was like right at right at the end when he says more to see than can ever be seen, more to do <laughs> yeah. than. And he goes, wait, hold on. Right then and there, I'm like, yeah, he's quoting something. <laughs> but like this man who has seen everything, been to all like corners of the galaxy, knows the Lion King. Knows the Lion King. That yeah. in and of itself is cool. Mm-hmm. So here's a question. Since Lion King exists in this world, does Star yeah. Wars exist in this world? Even not not reality. I'm just saying the movies. Do they do they exist in the Doctor Who world? Because we're big Star Wars fans. For people that don't know that too. We're we're huge Star Wars fans. Right. But I would have to. Have it? to right? Yeah. We're forever getting any Star Wars references at some point. I think mm. it'd be great. Well. No, we do. We do. Oh, yeah. Five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We do. (laughs) Uh, That's right. I didn't even think of that. Uh, But it's great. So we get uh, the he's going to challenge for the planet. He grabs a sword in his pajamas, by the way, we should say, (laughs) getting ready to fight uh, the Sycorax. And uh, they take that fight, what, outside? Or they they just kind of start fighting? Eventually. They start fighting right there. Yeah. And it it finds its way outside. Uh, (laughs) So silly. And it's just your typical, you know, these guys are not master swordsmen. Sword fighters. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the training was not there for, for they didn't have time to 
do like six months worth of sword training before this uh, this episode was filmed. But it was still cool. Still cool to see them go outside of like the ship. Yep. And uh, kind of be hovering above Earth. Get his hand cut off. Yeah, he gets his hand cut off. But he, he gets like the I think he gets he gets like punched or something. And then uh, Rose like makes a step forward. And he goes, no, stay back. And he goes, invalidate the challenge, and he wins the planet. Yep. So you can't like you can't get don't intervene. Or, no. Yeah. It's almost yeah. this is like Black Panther. This is this is the whole scene in Black right. Panther. They get this is where they got it from. They were yep. <laughs> watching Doctor Who. It's true, and it's almost similar. On the inside of the planet, they're all lined up like mm-hmm. they are in Black Panther, like on, yep. on the mountain almost type of thing. Yep. Uh, and luckily, he still has what fifteen hours left of regeneration. And that's when he grows that hand back and that amazing CGI. Oh, it was wonderful. There. So good, right? Even um, before that, just seeing the sword and the, the hand falling to Earth was cool. But yeah, the, the growing it back was. We're still terrible. not there with the CGI. Yeah, we're still better. Not there, nope. Better, but we're still not. <laughs> but that, honestly, like, I don't want it to be great. Like, that, this I is, know that's yeah. what makes the show. It's it's awesome, man. Yeah. Um. And, but then he says something. What does he say? The hand. He's like, you know, oh, you know, I got my hand back. And he's like, but what's a good thing? He's like, it's a fighting hand. This new hand is a fighting hand. Thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um. The way he says it. And then they start fighting, of course. And he he's able to take him off. He says, I'll spare your life if you leave this planet. <laughs> and of course, the Sycorax basically agrees. But just moments later kind of uh turns on him uh, not before though that's when he you know, finds another piece of fruit <laughs> so uh, again the fruits of uh, Jackie's labor right in the, uh, in the pocket there and uh then that's when the uh yeah the Sycorax then starts getting or the leader gets ready to start attacking him and he just throws the is it an orange he's calling it a satsuma is that a type of orange I, I mean, don't know. It must be. It yeah. must be. Yeah, I don't know. But he throws it yeah. at a giant button again and then opens a, the floor basically on the ship and yeah. the leader falls. Which is impressive that he knew that's what would happen. He knows all, man. First of all, yeah. But even his reaction, to, like, again, like this is just typical, like, Doctor Who type of stuff. When he, when he wins the battle, he basically just goes from, like, seriously about to kill this guy to, all right then yep i won yeah. and he just turns around and he goes <laughs> he goes not bad What's he go? uh not that says it not bad for a man in his gym jams <laughs> <laughs> and then he says dude that's like he, well, i know we say it on the show you know how many like amazing t-shirts could just be oh, made off God. quotes like just a picture of david Tennant in pajamas <laughs> and just say not bad for a man <laughs> for in his gym man. jams like that's great it's a uh, t-shirt he says very Arthur Dent, which was a awesome like total yeah. Loved that line, man. Very know, Arthur Dent. Yeah. He goes very Arthur Dent. Now there was a nice man. So <laughs> does he actually know Arthur Dent? Like is I don't know. is is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy like reality in the Doctor <laughs> Who? Say, there's universe? so many references in this episode, really, man. When you right. think about it, you know, you got the Lion King, you got Hitchhikers, you got Star Wars with the hand. <laughs> great oh, but then we get a great yeah. scene man he's kind of set in the stage when he just goes back in there and he tells us it cracks he's like you know leave this planet and when you go back you tell all the other planets that you know earth is here and it's um right. it's well defended it's well defended yeah, yeah. it is defended <laughs> <laughs> dude his face <laughs> watching it right now what is with david tennant's face 
I, he did that a couple times when he opens his mouth like that. He's, he gets the dimples and the teeth, and he's just like, <laughs> "It is defended." He's like one of the cigarettes. Like all the cigarettes have the little tiny teeth. He looks like one of them. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love that <laughs> one. They need to do. Like the emperor needs to be in Star Wars. They gotta do something with her and have him oh, play the emperor. Yeah. He's be the perfect <laughs> casting for it. Oh, I love that. So, oh, so then they transport. <laughs> they transport off. The ship is going away, and then it's funny. You see, yeah, even Mickey's even kind of laughing. He's like, "It's defended." It right. like jumps on his back, and um, yeah, everybody's kind of saying their their goodbyes, and they're all ready to go. And doctor tells harriet like yeah there's a lot out there there's hundreds of species thousands of them and you know every day you're sending out probes this planet's busy they're going to be coming but you know you're 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 going to get noticed more but just be ready for it right and uh everything seems great and jackie shows up but then we got alex go over to um uh that what she goes over to or he goes over to harriet and uh um, right she says you and know, he kind of says right yeah torch was ready and she kind of <clears throat> is I guess in her mind, like going back and forth, and she basically says, you know, fire. Yep. Go for it. And Alex goes over and says, fire at will. Yep. And then we get the Death Star. Yeah, basically. that's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes out of. Well, it's the multiple the lines. Of it. It's all the lines, which the Death Star but does. There's like four or five lines, and then shoots the beam up at the ship. But it look. This looks like it's coming. Either, I don't know if it's coming out of the ground or actual buildings. It looks like it's, it's coming weird. out of, but it, it's coming out of Earth itself. Yep. And uh, yeah, it, it destroys the the, the cigarex uh, chip. The doctor is pissed, and he's not happy about it. Do you blame him? Happy. I mean, he says that was um, murder, and she says it was defense. And um, I don't know. I go back and forth. Like the 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 thing that the conversation they have is it, it is one where it's one of those that, like you can take either side. Yeah. She goes, it's adapted from alien technology, a ship that fell to Earth 10 years ago. And he said, but they were leaving. And she said, you said to yourself, Doctor, they go back to the stars and tell others about planet Earth. I'm sorry, but um, you're not here all the time. You come and go. Yeah. And then she mentions how he was sleeping and when Llewellyn when, and the Major were killed. Exactly. So she's like, you weren't here so, and they died. Man, like what? Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. What side do you take on that? You know I what I mean? Know. Like, she has a good point. That's a very good point. <sighs> but he's not happy, and he says, I can bring down your government with a single word. And she's like, mm -hmm. oh, you're the most remarkable man I've ever met, but there's no way you could take me down with a single word. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Six words. <laughs> 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 then he goes over and he tells Alex, he says, don't you think she looks tired? Six words. As I'm saying is those are the six words. That's the six words, and then he just walks then away. Was, because then we see later on, Alex must go back and tell everybody, like, she's looking a little tired. Like, I don't know. So that's, do you think, she's like. Not fit for office. <clears throat> yeah, because after this, it goes to, um, you know, the they're at, um, like, Rose's apartment or Jackie's apartment. Yep. And they're eating, they're eating, like, a Christmas dinner. And then does it comes on the news where she's being interviewed, you know, are, are you getting well, I can't remember how they they're asking her, are you getting not too old for this, but is this job basically becoming too much for you? Right. So did he like did the doctor like when he goes over to Alex almost do like a like inception thing, like, you know, plant a seed in I him he and did, he yeah. just went. Yep. 
Hmm. He just planted that seed. And then, yeah, so then she it shows her after that. Because you see the doctor kind of get his outfit, which he's in. It's like the wardrobe of the TARDIS is ridiculous. Is that what he, I mean, it looks like he's, he's in it the is, TARDIS, yeah. right? It's crazy, man. Yeah, All yeah. kinds of outfits and everything in there, which I would love, you know, being that we didn't watch the old Doctor Who, you know yeah. some of those costumes or those those suits in that, and there have, have to, be. to be from the old one. So if you were a longtime Who fan, I bet you there was a lot in that scene that you were able to kind of pull from that. It could be, but and, and we'll get to it when we get to the like the show notes afterwards. That mm. There is something there um, in one of the outfits, but not from Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Um, and there was nothing that I could find that picked out um, outfits other than the one that I'll mention. So okay. could be, could not be. I don't know. Um, and uh, then, yeah, that's when we see the the press conference that they're asking her. Is she unfit for office, basically? Unfit, right. And um, so that's just a, a thing. But then we get a, a pretty messed up scene, if you want to say. I mean, it's Christmas. Everybody right. goes outside like, oh, it's snowing. It's great. And uh, he's like, no, this is like the ash. So this is like <laughs> burning bodies of the Sycorax ship and the Sycorax themselves yeah. raining down and everybody's outside having a good time. It's kind of messed up, man. It's a little morbid. Yep. Yep. And uh, then that's when the doctor says he's getting ready to go. And, um, you know, she he's like, you're coming with me, right? Because at first it almost seems like she wasn't going to, right? Like or maybe she didn't know if it was her place. And again, I think that goes back to her not, right knowing him really exactly even though it is the doctor like it's not the doctor that she knows it's not eccleston exactly i think she just has it and that's exactly why like she wants to go it's written all over her face she wants to go but um and he wants her to come like nothing has changed really nothing for him nothing's changed yeah no (laughs) yeah no he even says that right he's like we're just gonna get back to living life again we're gonna go do it like mm -hmm. it was cool i thought like She's like, where are we going? And he like looks up and he go and he points and he's like, we're going to go that way. And he goes, no. And he's like, we're going to go that way. And it looks like he points in almost the same exact direction, but yeah. he maybe just moved it over like just a, a little a bit, centimeter, yeah. which will take you in a completely different part of the galaxy. Yep. I just thought that was kind of interesting. And then I love dude, the, the classic line. He's like, you know, we're going to go do all these things. He's like, and it's going to be he uh, pauses. And he says, fantastic. That was great, man. Awesome. That was awesome. Rose gives the the hard. <sighs> she's all swooning over him, ready to go, and he reaches mm-hmm. his hand out. They take hands, and there you go. Yep, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then we get into the coming up like, on, and this is like the season, right? Is that the what this season is? preview almost? Yeah. yeah. We got some cat people. We got a little, want, yeah, a little robot droid canine thing. We got. Uh, what the the uh, robot or what are they called automatons i think if we've seen them somewhere in here i, I could be totally wrong about that um mm-hmm. some weird looking dude in a suit um <laughs> people running fire like jack sparrows all over the place yeah you got Crazy. the face of Bo. <clears throat> yeah like in person of- <laughs> what's up with that like the face of Bo in person man i, I thought that was great oh, i can't wait to see that I know. Now, looking at the air dates, this was December 25th of 2005, and then the new season didn't start till September 9th of 2006. Really? So there's like nine months between oh, wow. this and that. So. Wow. Oh, yeah. Those, I see what you're saying. Those automatons or whatever they're. Yeah, what are, is that what it calls? I don't know if that's what they're or called. Cybermen. There you go. And we're getting that from when you scroll down episode seven of the this next season, the Cybermen. That's what they're called. Gotcha. 
there's some so. good episodes looking like they're coming up. And, and the first episode of this season is called New Earth. So I'm going to read the uh, su- uh, summary for it now, or you want to do it at the end? Uh, we'll do it at the end. So we'll give us a right. uh, – okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's talk about overall. What do you think? Yeah. We, we talked a little bit at the beginning, but like just in general, what do you think? And then what do you think of David Tennant so far? Um, I, th- I think he's awesome. I think he's great. Yep. And I know it's only one episode and we didn't get a ton of him, but in, in the, the little, uh, amount that we got, there's still that Eccleston style of doctor that mm. might change over time. Who knows? But, um, I, I love, and like I said, during earlier on, I love how he brought the the humor level back because it was just kinda. a dark episode right up until then. <sighs> and not only that, like you had this feeling of safety once those TARDIS doors opened and he was there. Yep. And and I love that about like your hero is is powerful. And whenever he's around, it's almost like uh when you have like 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 uh, you know like a I'm a Broncos fan, so when John Elway was quarterback of the Broncos, you knew you always had a chance. You know I what I mean? To say it, but Tom Brady now for Patriots. Fans, I don't want to talk right? about Tom. Brady. I don't want to either, man. Uh, yeah, but like, yeah. if you're a Patriots fan and you got Tom in there, you you know exactly. You're fine. You, you always have a chance. You're always in it, <clears throat> and that yep. and that's exactly how I felt. Like I, the entire time, like you knew he was going to wake up, but they kind of prolonged it a little bit longer than I thought they would. And that yeah. just built up the anxiety level for me. It's like, all right, come back dude, because it's going South real quick. And then when he was there, you're like, literally, like, I just kicked my feet up and I'm like, all right, we're good. <laughs> good to go. Good. It was yep. good, man. It was, it was a really good episode. Um, I'm glad we finally got a Christmas episode in. Yep. Cause those seem to be uh, a hit. And, um, I think we're headed in a good direction. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I think that this was a great way to introduce him. Um, and actually having him less in the episode, I think, was even better. Because it was like... Eases we, you into it almost. Right. And what we got yeah. from him was just awesome. Like, he, he yeah. got to be the hero. Like, like just exactly what you were describing. He got to have his hero moment. And so immediately now we're latched on to him. And, and right. we're, we're flying forward, going on with, with the... The who adventures that we're, we're used right. to, we're now back back in it. Yep. Um, and, you know, every, a lot of people say he's their favorite doctor. So we get, what, three or four seasons with him, I think. So I, I'll find out. Yeah. I, well, my <clears throat> sister-in-law, this is, she kept telling me, like, I can't wait for you to get to David Tennant. Because this is her favorite. This is her favorite. That, yeah, this is her favorite is David Tennant. So, All right. So we're in I, I'm just happy I have something other than Jessica Jones to go on. Because <laughs> that was basically it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh. All right, so let's uh, give us some of the quick uh, trivia. Yeah, so this is the, the first Doctor Who episode clearly labeled as a Christmas special. Nice. Um, so immediately following the episode, I guess it's called Attack of the Grasky, an interactive mini episode starring David Tennant, was made available on BBC Red Button. And I looked into what Red Button is. From what I get, it's it, it's – Everybody has like a remote, like the remote control in Britain has a literally a red button on it and it's almost like interactive stuff. So you could, if I think something will pop up on the screen and it says, if you want extra shit, hit the red button and it'll bring extra stuff up on the screen. It's like interactive television. Nice. So, uh, there was an episode of, with him immediately following this episode. Uh, oh, the opening shot of the episode in which the earth and its moon appear is reused footage 
from the opening shot in the very first episode called Rose. Nice. Yep. So I just use that over again. Uh, the song being played by this is cool. The song being played by the odd looking Santa Claus men, the band, uh, which attacks Rose and Mickey is God. God rest ye merry gentlemen. The song is traditionally associated with a Christmas Carol written by Charles Dickens. Yep. Who the doctor and Rose met in the unquiet dead episode. Mm-hmm. So kind of full circle there. Uh, this marks the first time in the new series that any room in the TARDIS other than the console room is seen. So when the doctor's picking out yeah, his clothes. Yeah, we get to the wardrobe. Yep. yep. Um, his new clothes briefly considers and Okay, so this is where it is. So the doctor's picking out his new clothes and briefly considers an item of clothing that looks like it's from the restoration period. It's red, blue, and it has a collar. It looks very, like, you know, very old. Mm-hmm. And that costume was one of David Tennant's outfits from a show called Casanova, which ah. he did, which he worked on with Russell T. Davies. I guess they worked on that together. Um, the fantastic part apparently was cut huh. on, the, on the initial broadcast, and it appeared in the DVD and obviously streaming, um, streaming episodes as well. But yeah, the original part was it was cut. They never said fantastic. Which kind of sucks in the first part of it because that's that was a great yeah, trope man. to him, you know. Yep. <clears throat> and then finally, <clears throat> um, just viewership, which was, you know, the the first season was always in that six to seven million people. This almost had ten. Wow. Nine point eight four. Yeah. See, I told you, everybody in Britain, they all watch Doctor Who. That's it. <laughs> There, there's 10 million mean. people in Britain. That's it. <laughs> yeah, nothing better to do on Christmas, right? No, exactly. Yeah. Spend time but, with um, and, and I read some Doctor things. Who. I read some things that, that people say, like, this is the best Christmas episode. I'm sure people have their favorites. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll get ours. But, um, yeah, I saw a lot of that, too, how people thought this was, like, one of the better ones. So Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think so. about it, I mean, how many times is a Christmas episode the introduction of a new doctor? I, I mean, don't know. Is that maybe how it is. Works, maybe that's a thing. I, maybe that's like it ends, the season ends, and then when they bring in the new doctor, here's a Christmas well, episode. Boom. But, let's see. You got. <clears throat> hang on here. December, October. This doesn't make sense, dude. I know. I was looking at the dates. Yeah. That doesn't make sense at all. What, what, it, what, what does this say? When did this episode air? It'll tell. What's the. the uh, December 25th, 2005. That's when that did. When did the next and episode then, And then New Earth says. September 9th, 2006. But if you go down to episode four, it says April 29th, 2006. Yeah, actually, it says uh, the the fandom site says April 15th. So maybe that was when it was released onto so, digital or whatever. Up. So, yeah, it wasn't yeah. that long. It was actually four months, I guess. Then. Okay. All right. So. Because I was going to say, if the season didn't start till September, it would have to run into Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. True. Yeah, so maybe yep. I don't know. I'm sure we'll we'll get there. All right, so we're going to I think at least for now the way it's set up with the labeling of our episodes on the feed that you guys are watching. This will be season two, episode one, the Christmas Invasion. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to just kind of follow the Amazon numbering and all that for it. Right. Um, but next next episode we're going to be talking about New Earth, and so here's a summary of it: uh, The Doctor and Rose board the TARDIS for new adventures in time and space. But when they visit mankind's new home far in the future, they find gruesome secrets hidden inside a luxury hospital and an enemy thought long since dead 
the paper thin Cassandra oh. is out for revenge. Oh, oh she's back. no way. She's the back. The trampoline is back. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. All right. Wow. And I didn't read that before you just I read didn't it. Either, so man. I hadn't, I didn't either. <laughs> Cassandra loving it. Bitchy trampoline. Wow. Love it. <clears throat> so All join right. us for the next episode for season two, episode two, new earth. Um, and, uh, don't forget guys, send us your, uh, emails because we'll, we'll read them here on the show. The tardy tardis podcast at gmail.com. And of course, follow us on Instagram at tardy tardis podcast or on Twitter at tardis tardy. Remember you can find all those links down in the show notes. And if you are tuning into the show, whatever service you're using, please like and review us over there. Uh, that helps spread us up the, the rankings iTunes, especially if you are on iTunes at all, uh, just leave us a review. It's very easy to do. <laughs> And uh, even if you do a written review, that that helps out too. And help spread the word to any Who fans, or if you if you post on Who forums, whatever you do, help spread the word about mm. the Tardy Tardis because we're we're looking now to kind of build the show out more. Now that we're on to season two, Chris, we're in it, man. Yeah, yeah. Now now we, now have, we got a base. We got a base. Now, now we have a catalog. Right. We could right. save episodes that are out there, and uh, now we just got to expand it out. Sure. And we love everybody tuning in the show. I mean, that's the best part about the show is like people, everybody that's been tuning in is awesome because everybody's hitting us up on Twitter, sending us emails. I love it. Uh, And that's what I said it many episodes ago. Like nobody's getting mad at us. They're, they're like, (laughs) they're they're laughing with us and and they, they understand that, you know, we haven't seen this and they're not getting pissed off. They're, they're literally guiding us and helping us yeah. along in some of these emails, yeah. which I'm so appreciative. Like we're we're taking this serious. Like it's it's we genuinely like the show. We're not trying to like insult Come anybody, yeah. and and nobody's taking it that way. Everybody's kind of like along for the ride, even though they've already seen it. So yep. thank you for not being uh, negative because. It's really easy to be kind of pissed <laughs> off at guys that, like us who have never seen and, the show. And so. I will say, too, any corrections or or even anything like you want to just look. If we if we ask a question on the show, because we've had some people doing that. Like, we'll say something like, oh, I wonder what it's like like this in England or in Britain. And then we get an email about it. Even if we don't read your email on the show, we're getting those emails. And yeah. we're, we're reading them and, and adding it just to our knowledge base of everything that's happening here. So um, still email us any answer or anything like that that you have. Let us know. Just, again... Don't spoil anything for us. That's the one thing yeah, we don't want. Yeah, we don't yeah. want spoilers, of course, yeah. moving forward here at the show. So, all right. This is, our, I think, our longest episode, Chris. Oh, yeah. which, I mean, it is the longest episode we've watched yet, too. It's yeah. 59 minutes. It is. It wasn't. It, I think it was an hour-long episode. It was 59 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 59 minutes. Yeah. So, our episode, 121 so all far. Right. But, uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you here for tuning in mm-hmm. and uh, help spread the word of the Tardy Tardis and uh, we got to go continue regenerating. We have like what eleven percent left. I think so. And uh, we'll be we'll be back. Don't don't go killing dolphins. Yeah, don't kill dolphins. <laughs> don't kill dolphins, please, or whales. And go the speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. With that, we'll get you next time. Later. Yeah.